Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston, and welcome aboard our first podcast of 2006. If the past is any indication, I expect this year is going to feel even shorter than the last. But I'm not the only one who feels that way. We have a friend, Keto Robinson. In early 2004, when Morning Stories was just starting as a broadcast, she did a piece for us about her younger sister. And the acceleration of time. Well, about two years later, we decided we wanted to do her piece as our podcast as well. So here it is, today's morning story from Keto Robinson, my older, younger sister. At 15, my sister wears clothing sexier than mine, carries handbags more expensive than mine, and puts on her makeup so much better, it scares me. She's phone-savvy, tech-savvy, and has seen as much R and X-rated TV as I have. Her favorite show, in fact, is Sex in the City. When I go home now, I borrow my younger sister's clothes and sort through her hand-me-downs. I walk down the streets of Boston wearing the miniskirts she no longer deems stylish. I wear the jackets that she's left in the dust. When I was 15, people in their 20s were from a distant universe, a galaxy that was cool and had a savoir-faire that I hoped someday to master. In the meantime, on a good day, I'd dabble with lip gloss. I've worked as a market researcher with a variety of commercial clients that target my sister's demographic, clients who actively foster the acceleration of time. Ten-year-olds aren't called kids in this world, they're called tweens to associate them with real teens five years older. Nine-year-olds are sold thongs and already have opinions about panty lines. Song lyrics that fifth graders sing are the same ones that a 30-year-old man listens to, and the graphic sex and violence, already entrenched in video games, are repackaged as the new board games along with Candyland and Clue. Another side effect of all this is that my generation is feeling a lot older too, because we're being chased from the rear by a generation who saw Britney Spears take her clothes off while still twirling her braids. When my sister asked me where I shop, I wonder if it was curiosity that prompted it, or fear. Was she looking to me for the changes time would bring, or just the reassurance that the changes would be there? I think about having children and about guiding them through the various stages of life, but I worry there may not be any life stages left to teach. Life, it seems so delicate. I've seen it on the TV. We're here right now in the studio with Keto Robinson herself. Two years later, and looking even younger, no matter how she feels about it. Keto, in internet time, a whole millennium has passed since you did that. Is that still your story? Well, my sister is now looking forward to college, and it's easier for us to communicate. You were looking back at her and wondering yeah. about what that meant for your own future. And yes. Having kids. That, that has that, not that, changed. That. <laughs> I do still wonder about what my children will go through um, and how I'll relate to them. I don't have um, an iPod. 
I really should. My sister, of course, has the iPod, the shuffle, everything. And so she can, she will be able to hear this on her iPod, and I can't. My mom has become more tech savvy than even <laughs> I have. My grandfather, who I just visited with, has every device you could imagine. You're kidding. And so it's, it's, it's I don't know if it's now about age or if it's about interest or if it's about time. Is it because you work more than full time? Maybe. If no, my, I'm serious. Is it because yeah. you really need a certain amount of time in order to get connected yeah. with these things? I and, am, yes. I think it's a really good point. I think I'm at a stage of my life where I, I really want to connect with the, with the man that I love and think about my future and spend time being domestic and be at home. And I think my sister's so eager to connect with everything she can. And I think my grandfather is concerned that he's losing touch. So he tries to connect with everything he can. And I'm in a place where I want some isolation and get a little away from kind of the hecticness, uh, the nature of the world around me, which is confusing and a little scary at times. And how does work and personal, how does that all work together? Mm -hmm. My sister's not thinking about that, nor is my grandfather or my mom. But, you know, this is curious. You're sort of saying that your sister and your grandfather can easily put on an iPod because it connects them with the world, but mm -hmm. you can't put it on because it disconnects you from the person you want to be with. It's absolutely, that's absolutely right. Personally, I crave more time to kind of enjoy life and enjoy the end of my 20s and the beginning of my 30s and kind of savor what what it's going to be like before I have children and when I have children. And it's it's funny, I'll tell you a story. I actually went to Target the other day because I joined a gym and I thought, you know, what I want to do is find time in the morning where I can, I can um, actually listen to the local news and connect with kind of my local community. And I went to Target thinking, okay, I'm going to find a little radio. And I had to ask three different salespeople, do you have a radio? Do you have something that I can, that I can use just to connect to the local news, what's going on right now around me. There were so many MP3 players and so many iPods, I couldn't find a mini radio just so that in the morning I could listen to the news because when you go to the gym, you, you can tell everyone has the white wires. White wire means iPod. We just got a great, wonderful radio for picking up the local news. It was a Christmas gift for my son from some friends of ours in New York. It's great. Yeah. You can even put it in the shower. It's built like a Sherman tank. Oh, my it's goodness. It's like something that says, I am here and yeah. I belong. <laughs> you know when that was given to him? Seven years ago, and he forgot to pick it up at Christmas. So we ran into those people again. They said, we saved Andrew's Christmas gift. Here it is. It's an Seven antique. Seven years old. You're using it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's taken up half of the bathroom. See, there's something to me that I really love about listening to the same thing at the same time. Your sister may be hearing this when it finally is a podcast. And yes. you may not be hearing it as a podcast. Absolutely. Anything you'd like to tell your sister that she can pick up on the podcast? <laughs> that I love her and she shouldn't stress out about college because she's a wonderful human being who has a lot of intelligence and um, <laughs> and that I learn a lot from her because I'm sure when she hears this on a, as a podcast, she will call me and teach me to try this as a podcast. And that's important because you also don't want to get left behind. What's her name? Kyla. Kyla? Hey, <laughs> Kyla, listen to your sister. <laughs> Thank you. Keto. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tony. Pleasure okay. to be here. Bye. 
I'm here in the studio also with uh, Gary Mott, my right-hand man. Gary, uh, one of the things that strikes me about that conversation with Keto is that this new technology is disrupting absolutely everything. I mean, here she is, a person in her late 20s, early, and she's like an old-timer in terms of technology. And here I am, 60, and I'm like the new kid on the block. does not make any sense to me. You're, what, 35, right? I'm 36, Tony. 36. You don't look it. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> don't look a day over 35, huh? Not a moment. But, I mean, if there hadn't have been this job, would you be listening to an iPod right now? You know, probably not. Uh-huh. I mean... And why? What's missing or what, what isn't there? Yeah, what's missing either in you or in the iPod experience that would make you think, eh, who needs it? Well, I mean, first of all, time. The time it takes to be into this stuff... I have very little time. You know, I've got three young kids, and uh, whatever time I do have, I spend with my wife. Mm-hmm. Something that Keto said that I had never thought about, letting things happen to you in real time and being part of a community yeah. that is, you know, watching a television program, listening to a radio show in real time. And that was important to her. And every time I hear a story from somebody who has gotten a real experience with this technology, it's different. It's a different story. Speaking of stories, yes, Tony. Yes, speaking of stories. We got a Happy New Year a greeting from Ken in uh, Japan. He says, a little while ago I discovered your podcast, Morning Stories. Thank you very much. And the best part about your broadcast or podcast is that everybody's story is different, yet there's something you can understand and share. Well, Thanks a lot, Ken. We also got a very touching note from Sharon in Wisconsin. I can't tell you how much morning stories have meant to me since I discovered them just this month. The holidays have been unexpectedly difficult for me this year. Two of my three teenaged sons decided to join the Army this summer. And with their impending deployments to Iraq, I have been feeling sorry for myself, for them, and the state of the world. Morning stories have given me inspiration, enlightenment, and more to think about than just the here and now of our own dramatic story. Thank you so very much for that, Mm. Sharon. We also heard from uh, Pennsylvania, a person who writes uh, about Ann Roberts and the wonderful storyteller for our Christmas story, Noel Noel. Her correspondent writes, I really appreciated her style, and what a powerful, simple, perfect Christmas tale. Could you bring her back? For Groundhog Day, <laughs> if we could get her to Punxsy, Pennsylvania, I guess Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, the full name, for a podcast, I'd be happy to help. We live two hours from there. Hope you find much happiness and good health, she writes, in 2006. You know, Tony, something that we noticed recently on iTunes, we went to the Morning Stories archive. Right. And we see now they have a customer review Yes, they uh, do. Link there. There's actually now a way you can not only talk back to us if you like the show, but you can you can send your comments about the podcast to Apple's iTunes store if you'd like. Or send us an email at morningstories at wgbh.org. Seemingly easier, but you never know. Either way, though, we do appreciate you, and we appreciate our funder, Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software, and our sponsor pretty much since this podcast began. If you want more information on them, check out Ipswich at their website, ipswich.com, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. Happy New Year, Tony. Happy New Year, It's going to be another, another great one. I know it. I feel it. And for the rest of you who are looking for something to feel, 
Tune in next Friday, and we'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.